When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Lawsuits aplenty. Everybody loves a good lawsuit angle. And I'm about to sue Jeremy Lambert for emotional distress based on this hat he's wearing. Jeremy, what are you doing? This is a, this is a beautiful hat. This is a birthday hat that my mother bought me. And I will not tolerate any... I'm going to sue you for defamation of this hat. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Leave a thumbs up, guys. Make sure you subscribe. I can't tell you how important that is. Uh, Leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. That stuff helps, too. We're going to make more of an effort to respond to all of them. But uh, if you all want to support us, tap that bell for notifications. We also have FightfulSelect.com. You guys have heard the plugs a million times. I've got exclusive news there every single day. Today I had news on a uh, an NWA contract that quietly expired yesterday, or maybe it was a couple days ago. I had news on a, an AEW match that kind of went awry, so to speak. That's been a hot topic today. But lots of stuff over there and just tons of shows, so check that out. And right now, you can get Jeremy Lambert's SmackDown notes. Jeremy, what'd yeah, you think, think of I- SmackDown? I think I hit like 300 on my notes. Didn't put in a lot of effort on these notes this week. It was a good show. I, If it's a good show, I typically have less notes because I'm just like, that was good. That was good. So yeah. I thought it was a good show this week. Yeah, I thought it was. To me, when you've got three angles anchoring the show that they do, it's a lot easier to have a good show. And that's, that's what we've been seeing some of lately. Uh, Get your Super Chats in, by the way, guys. Donate any amount. Get your question or statement read on the air. Anakin JMT kicks us off. He says, need to know what jersey to get in case cookies. I don't get the cookies in the mail tomorrow. Something preferably Jeremy will like since it'll then go to him. I am not hip to this. A jersey? You you, uh, listened to the the update. Anakin, I saw the post. Watch the product, Sean. Yeah. Uh, and again, Sean, Sean's got damage. He's been hit in the head too many times. I have been. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I saw the post on Twitter. He made the cookies, get them in the mail tomorrow, and if they don't reach you by a certain date, then you get a jersey that, or you buy him a jersey that eventually goes to me. I don't quite remember the full video, I, but not, I know I'm he's... not buying anybody a jersey. That's that's just not <laughs> happening. That's not a thing that's happening. I think he's buying you a jersey oh, okay. if it doesn't happen. I was going to yeah. say, I am not buying anybody a jersey because... <laughs> Because I have had a clean mouth all this month. I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's a uh, lie. Tim Traver says, first time watching SmackDown in a year. I'm liking a lot. Hashtag faithful to fightful. It is, it is an easy watch these days. I'll say it's, that. It's a lot easier to watch than Raw. Oh, my God. Yeah, not even, 
Not even close. Not even close. But we kicked off with the dirt sheet, Jeremy. They wasted. Well, this wasn't good. No, it wasn't. (laughs) They just wasted several minutes. Uh, Miz says that he got Mandy sent to Raw so Otis could focus on his contract. I mean, I get it. It's him being petty, and I'm okay with that. But also, I need to know, how can the Miz just talk Fox and USA into giving her or switching her over for nothing? I, I need to see something. I need to see some draft picks that were about to expire or whatever they said about Apollo Crews. And I get it. They're like, oh, well, he's persuasive because he's got that influence. I get it. But it's just WWE has been so lazy about these in the past. It, I appreciate the effort for the explanation, but it still it wasn't a good one. I'll, I'll give them credit for trying, though. Isn't this a bad look by Fox? Like I can see Miz being persuasive and being and them trying to cater to him. Like, oh, he's got your got the reality show on here. He'll kind of do what you want. But if you're Fox, you got to be like, she just won this big match. She's been featured on all these shows. We got to get something in return. Like we're not just gonna give her up here. So I think this is a, a terrible move by Fox. They just say USA sent sent Fox some money. That's it. That's all you gotta say. Yeah. Um. It is a bad look, and for the last year, for the last year, SmackDown has been made to look bad as far as transaction goes. Uh, Well, Otis comes out, beats the crap out of Miz. Uh, When Otis threw the chair, I was immediately like, oh my gosh, the fans, and I was like, wait a second. (laughs) But Otis smashes Miz, and I'm like, good, we don't need an 11th match between Otis and one of these people, but we do, and that match will be held in... A court of law. Otis was so angry. By the way, Miz accused Mandy that she was going to sleep around on Raw. That was the allegation here. And Otis was so angry that when he came out, he had to sit down both of his lunch boxes, like stomp his feet, Why pick the lunch them? boxes back up. Pick the, at least he had them this week. Pick them back up and then run to the ring and fight. He was so angry at these accusations that he still had to do this. It's like, okay, if I see somebody outside my house that needs beaten up and I've got a backpack on inside my house. I'm taking that backpack off before I go outside. Like it's, this was you. He took the backpack off and then put it back on just to go back out. Just, just run to the ring and and beat this dude up. You don't need to do your stupid stops. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. Backstage. Otis is served. Oh, this is after Miz was revealed wearing tidy whities Cause that'll be a gag. But we got a lawsuit angle. Otis is uh, being accused of like emotional distress, and they want him to forfeit the money in the bank contract or go to court. I don't mind that aspect of it. We'll see how it plays out. I kind of hope that we get David Otunga and Clarence Mason and Joseph Park vying to defend him in court or defend The Miz and John Morrison in court. But it, if you can, If you can get somebody like that on screen, awesome. Otherwise... I don't, I don't care I mean, about this. At this point, they'll have Matt Riddle show up and be like, listen, I'll put you in touch with my attorney. <laughs> <laughs> if, that, the, if that's the case, Otis has given up every Wait, did, did we see, I think uh, someone, we had the, the Reddit people, the Twitter people examine the Money in the Bank contract last week that said it, it said 2015 on it. We need them to examine these uh, court papers to see if they were printed on little name tag stickers or whatever oh, <laughs> Riddle's man. lawyer statement was printed on. I mean, it's a storyline, there's that, but I've already seen 10 or 11 matches between them. I don't need to see more. Had they done this, ah, a few matches into it? All right. Uh, reminder, is a 
Go ahead. Oda should counter Sue. He's yeah. the one being distressed. He got his girlfriend shipped to a different show. It's true. It's true. Uh, I got shipped to a different show today, Jeremy. We brought back the Fightful MMA podcast, by God. Myself and Shaquille Majuri did uh, the show. It's called The One-Two Punch. Shaq will be hosting it every single week. We talk about Conor McGregor's arrest. We talk about uh, Michael Chandler getting signed by the UFC. And we talk about this weekend's card, which actually looks like a really, really good one. So uh, go to youtube.com slash FightfulMMA. Check out The One-Two Punch. It is going to be on podcast platforms everywhere on our podcast feed. So make sure you guys check that out. Shaq is doing some incredible content over there. Some, some different kind of content uh, than, than what you see at other MMA places. So FightfulMMA.com. And every time we do a UFC live show or live, live coverage, we have hundreds, thousands of comments. So uh, check that out as well. We have a few more super chats. The Jam one, Ryan B. Jam says, WWE court battle. Miz gets Otunga. Otis gets Parks. Judge Bob Backlund. Oh, my God. I would love to see Bob Backlund just show up. Uh, Colt Bedos says, besides the Otis stuff, SmackDown was a fun show again. I think they forgot to pump in the crowd noise in the beginning of the show, though. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty quiet, wasn't it? Uh, it was, and then it got loud for other segments. They... This crowd noise is still very bad. Still oh, it is. very bad. I mean, it's. It, I'm sure it's much harder to do it for wrestling than football or baseball because baseball, you you don't have as many spikes or as dramatic as as you do in wrestling. So, in in wrestling, it's so contingent on the performance in the ring. Um, baseball, yeah, but you you know what the spikes are going to be though. Sure. And like during promos and stuff too, when they then they up it during promos, like the the Jay Uso promo, you could hear it during his. Like you know what the spikes are gonna be, so I feel like it can't be that difficult. But I, I'm like anyone who watches the distraction hears about our technical issues before the show, so I'm not good at that stuff. But I don't feel like it should be that difficult. Speaking of baseball, how about our Reds? Yeah, back to five hundred. Uh, look, the championship is within sight. I mean, it's 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 a serious like possibility they're going to make it to the postseason. They just beat the White Sox, who I think are the best team in no the second best team in baseball. Like, I'm very happy with how that's all unfolded. I hope they get getting Trevor. hot at the right time. Getting hot at the right time. It is, it is, and I'm I'm okay with that. Ibanes Chris says they tried ruining my birthday for the first hour, but pulled the nose up the second. Up at four for work, so I'll listen to the AM. Have a great show. Well, happy birthday. Uh, we hope happy you enjoy birthday. it, and we, we, thank, we thank you for, for joining us, whether it be uh, on demand or live. Anakin JMT says, you're telling me what jersey I'll buy if I don't mail the cookies out tomorrow morning. Also, Warren confer- confirms Jeremy cheats at Uno. I'm not surprised at that. In fact, I advocate that. I'm okay. proud. Well, that's fair. I, Anakin... Anakin and someone named Larry are very angry that I beat them in Uno yesterday. So what what can you do? Yeah. Uh, Manny Santos says, do you think the blockbuster trade could be Mandy for Molina? So here's the thing. I'd be okay with that. There's no trade there. But the rights to sign Molina, I would be completely fine with that. It's, it's their own world. They can create these signing rules and draft rules as they so choose. I just want them to be a little bit consistent with it. Uh, Evan Wright says, love the Sue interview, Sean. I interviewed <laughs> Sue, Trent's mother. And Trent gave his blessing, mind you. She she had to, to approve it via Trent. I didn't have to go through AEWPR. <laughs> I had to go through Trent. And he said, 
<laughs> yeah, do it. And, uh, I, man, she was wonderful. Talked to her a little bit. Found out that she, like my wife, was a special education teacher. And she had to be talked into doing the flip-off angle. Jeremy, I didn't get your thoughts. What did you think of that street fight at the end of AEW? Uh, watch the distraction. We talked about it in, at length. It was really good. It was a it was an excellent street fight. Man, Queen Look, Hannah I'm gonna says, "I'm going to plug my show." All right, Queen, <laughs> it's doing good numbers lately. So, yeah. so yeah, go watch his Big show. Stars, I'm Big actually stars. very excited for your your TW draft. I might do a reaction video to your draft. Oh my god! Where I just Stephen A. Smith all your picks, <laughs> and I just I just trash each of you. I think that's what should happen. <laughs> Queen Hannah says Jeremy does cheat at Uno and says no respect, no respect. That's Larry. I, I'm Jeremy uh, or Evan Wright says Jeremy. I told Joe he's a coward on Twitter for you. Oh, there you go. He is Joseph is a coward. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, and he says, SmackDown didn't click with me like it did two weeks ago. Two weeks ago was a really great SmackDown. There aren't going to be a lot of shows that click with me like SmackDown a couple weeks ago. I mean, there are dozens of AEW shows that did not click with me like SmackDown did a couple weeks ago. That was one of the best of the brand split era. Um, what did you think of this Matt Riddle promo? Uh, it is a ref is an homage, I guess, to this Rob Schneider dude promo, at least according to Glenn Rubenstein, where he shows the different meanings of bro. This sucked. This was <laughs> Gary. This was terrible. Anything Matt Riddle had in NXT, which was a lot because he was very good in NXT with those vignettes, especially with Pete Dunne, just completely lost on the main roster. I it ain't looking good for old Riddle. Mark my words, write it down, bet you anything. I'm going to look at the camera here. I set up a, a side view. <laughs> they will go right back to Baron Corbin and Matt Riddle. Like, they just took a break after Matt Riddle sold for him 90% of the match and beat him. They did nothing with Matt Riddle, beat Baron Corbin repeatedly, and they'll just go right back to it. That's WWE. Patel Ron Six says, I'm looking forward to Michael Thompson, Clay Thompson's dad on the distraction Thursday. I uh, have to have a lot of heat questions to ask. I doubt that. Patel Ron, uh, or Ron Patel, I'll just call him Ron Patel since that's his name. But, shoot names. Yeah, shoot names, the sponsor of No Profanity September. Yeah, that's a that's a great interview that you landed, Jeremy. I was so excited for that. I, I couldn't believe I just I, I took a shot. It happened. Uh, I don't know if we're going to ask heat questions. I'm going to ask him to ask his son to apologize for what uh, Clay did to my thunder in game six, 2016. See how that goes over. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have Michael Thompson on Thursday. NBA champion, Sean, two time NBA champion, number one overall pick talking to a couple of geeks like me and Joe. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite things is whenever we land an interview like that, Robert DeFelice just goes crazy in our staff chat, and he's like, I love working here. <laughs> and that's what I like. I want us to do things a little bit different. And you know anybody, what? Anybody anybody, can get Ric Flair and all these guys. Who's getting Sue and Michael I, Thompson? I'll all look right? directly at the camera and say, Chris Van Vliet, Nick Hausman, who cares you got Andrew Yang? You know who I got? Sue. 
Who? Jeremy Michael Gott? Thompson. Michael Thompson. Michael Thompson. Let's go. I greatly respect uh, both of those people who I just called out. Uh, both have been killing it, getting great interviews. The Jam one, Ryan B. Jam sends a super chat and says, Jeremy needs a debut in Quizzlemania. Also, SRS, if the Reds fail again to make the playoffs, you can cheer for the Blue Jays. I already kind of do. I go to a Blue Jays game every single year. Um, the Sky Dome is my favorite stadium in the world um, just because I grew up and it was like the cool new stadium when when I was a little kid. But, yeah, I love the Blue Jays. Uh, but I'm, I'm always going to be a Cincinnati guy. I cheer for the Raptors because there is no local team here. If they put a an NBA team in Louisville tomorrow, sorry, Raptors. I'm going to – I like local teams. Who am I, Jeremy, cheering for Oklahoma City when I live in North Carolina? Oklahoma City, Colorado, Carolina, and Cincinnati are my four sports teams. I'm, I'm all across the map here. And you don't want me on Quizzlemania. I was on uh, a quiz show with Alex McCarthy, and I forgot the name of the primetime players. So I would be terrible. <laughs> I called them like team millions of dollars. So oh, I would be no. terrible on Quizzlemania. Hey, thanks for the segue. I interviewed Darren Young, also known as Fred Rosser. That is up on Fightful.com. Just a, a good time. And how about this? Next week, dropping an interview with the former Aiden English. Lots of stories in that one. We talked for, gosh, I think almost an hour. It was a good time. Cesaro defeated Grand Metalik. He's faced members of Lucha House Party five times in the last six weeks. Kalisto and Lince Dorado have a discussion over who should be coaching Metalik. <laughs> and they both get kicked out pretty early. And Metalik does a little bit better as a result. Uh, he does a nice jumping Hurricane Rana, but there was a spot where Cesaro had to wait around on him for quite a while. And Cesaro beat him with a neutralizer. This match would have been much better without commercials. Because they are the, ty- the two that, like, if you're going to go commercial-free for a match, it should probably be this one. Yeah, I, I feel like I've seen this match a hundred times. And we're getting the tag title match. At Clash of Champions, I guess Lucha House Party, they're they're splitting. I I don't care. Well, they're, they're a tag team, so they're definitely splitting. <laughs> definitely That's splitting. True. That's true. Tag team division's in great shape. Yeah. Myron Pereira sends a nice super chat and says, instead of booking the same wrestlers against each other on uh, TV every week, wish WWE booked wrestlers against each other in exhibition matches. Thoughts? Peace, Fightful. Well, I, I don't know what you mean. Everything feels like an exhibition match in WWE because so much of it doesn't matter. Like we only of late, only of the last year or so have we got Corey Graves to finally make some comments like, Oh, they're going to the pay window, the winner's purse, which I appreciate. I, I truly do. They're booking the same match every week on raw. It's the same match. They're all exhibition matches. Yeah. It, it, that, that's my thing. They, they all feel like exhibition matches already. Um, I mean, Raw Underground is kind of like that. It's very, very frustrating. Reminder, guys, donate a Super Chat. Get your question or statement read on the air. Leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. We are on podcast platforms everywhere. But if you ever wonder, hey, where's that podcast? Jeez, what platform should I go to? You can go to Fightful pot, uh, FightfulPods.com. I was about to just cut it off and say Fightful.com. But you can get there any way you want. FightfulPods.com. You can watch the video. You can download the audio on MP3. Or you can stream the audio. Brian Morey says, I usually watch reviews the next day. Last week I got 10 to 15 minutes uh, in, confused when the SmackDown review would start. And I was on the NBA watch-along. <laughs> that was fun. 
that was fun. And sorry uh, about your Raptors, Jeremy. You're going to be doing some WWE Battleground streaming this weekend, right? Yes, Saturday night. Um, I don't know what time. Probably, probably after the Covington and Woodley fight because I really want to watch that. So it'll be yeah. late night Saturday, but I'll probably stream for a good three, four hours. So yes, Battlegrounds. I have it. I've not played it. I'm not going to play it until I'm on stream and be very bad at it, and people can laugh at me. I did play it. It's it's not bad based on the one game I played. I played Yokozuna versus Akira Tozawa, and I, I was telling Jeremy off the air, like, Yokozuna was the heel when I was a kid. Like those, There was like a, a two, two-and-a-half-year period where it was just like he was the biggest, baddest heel, him and Vader. So I was, I'm suckered in immediately. Ah, moment of bliss. Uh, Alexa and Nikki hug, and Alexa's asking the tough questions, Jeremy. Aster, how are you going to beat Bailey after she's beat your ass so many times over the past couple of months? It's a fair question. Honestly, it's a very fair question. Oh, man. Uh, So this is, like, all right, I guess. And Nikki says, well, Sasha's not out there anymore. And I'm like, you know what? Pretty good reason. But Nikki isn't happy about Alexa hitting her with Sister Abigail last week and leaving. Lacey comes out and trashes Nikki. Nikki blows her nose on her hanky, and they brawl. What we got after this was your prototypical babyface sells 90% of the match and then wins thing. Alexa Bliss <laughs> implying via her analysis that Lacey Evans was targeting Nikki's arm to give her a Charlie horse. <laughs> I mean, this, this, I like Nikki Cross a lot. It's just WWE thinks the best way to get a baby face over is have them get beat up for 90% of the match. Lacey rubbed hand sanitizer in Nikki Cross's <laughs> eyes, and Michael Cole <laughs> flipped out. He was livid. He was like, why is that not a DQ? And nobody else is saying anything. And he's like, does anybody hear me? <laughs> why Why did they not think of this earlier? She calls everyone a nasty. Like, why did they not think earlier, hey, let's have her sanitize people? Oh, she used to do that at NXT events. She would bring hand sanitizer and make them, yeah. like, make people at ringside use it. Like, why did they take that? She should She should have been doing this the whole time. People at ringside, opponents, whatever. She should have been doing this the whole time. This That spot was great. I honestly thought Lacey should have just won based off. I was all in on the Lacey Evans push. Forget Nikki Cross. Push Lacey Evans. Give her the title match. Give her the belt. I don't care. Just have her sanitize everyone. That's what we need right now. We need Good everyone sanitized. God. Good God. Are you a nasty, Sean? Is that what this is? Are you a nasty? Must be. Must be. I Sanitize guess Alexa Bliss you. is. Uh, Lacey was mad at her, and Alexa did Sister Abigail and stared at her and then just wandered off. Her Sister Abigail is very good. It is. It <laughs> is. Very... The, the kiss is a little gentle, but the Sister Abigail is very good in its own. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for Clown Mask Alexa. That's all I want. Just put on the clown mask, appear in the fun house. That's what I want from Alexa Bliss. Hmm. So where where do you think this is going? We didn't get any any fiend, no Braun Strowman tonight. Big surprise. I th- I think she cost oh, Braun's on Raw now. It just shows up on Raw. Yeah. It has nothing to do with SmackDown. I I think that Alexa will 
transform or whatever at, at Clash of Champions and, and cost Nikki kind of the match there. And then that'll be kind of the big thing. Uh, but I, I don't know what they're going to do next week. I think that's when they're going to kind of pull the trigger on the big transformation with Alexa. Wild Boy sends a super chat and says, Jeremy, who are your top three big brother, big brother players of all time? Oh, my God. See, I'm not like a super long time fan so i feel like i'd be very bad at this question because i don't know my big brother history that well i just got into it a couple years ago uh chuck liddell he was on big celebrity big brother he sucked but he's number one no love for eddie mcgee i don't know who that is he was the og see i don't i don't know this stuff man i'm i'm a very i'm a bandwagon big brother fan all right i will admit it what a shame. What a shame. And we're going to be covering the challenge pretty soon when Leo rushes on it. I can't wait for that. I think he'll actually do pretty good on there. Um, Evan Wright says, Okada versus Ibushi, Shingo versus Jay White, Ishii versus Suzuki, all at 4 a.m. tomorrow. Three potential match of the year contenders. Uh, thoughts? I don't... Th- I'm I'm not that big on Ishii. I don't what? think... Sh- I'm not. I'm, I'm actually not. Shingo versus Jay White... Uh, I don't think that'll be match of the, the year contender. I think Okada and Ibushi very well could be. I'm very excited for that match. I think they're all going to be great. Uh, I think oh, I'm sure they're all be great. Yeah, sleeping on Shingo and my man Jay White. You're not a knife pervert fan, Sean? I mean, I like them, but I, I don't think it's going to be match of the year. So, I'm just saying. I just hope everyone has a good time. That's all yeah. I want. Uh, sitting in my bed says, I think whatever Sasha can't say with words. She can say with her emotion and body language. Well, she was there. I was hoping that it'd be Bailey just mocking her. <laughs> I swear to God, WWE, after Gypsy Joe got beat up by New Jack or Hunter Red got stabbed 14 times, they would have them both on TV two weeks later. This is what they do. Remember when Austin uh, lift Triple H in the forklift thing and dumped the car and it, it smashed in and then Triple H was on television like next week? just fine like this is what they've always done they ran over the rock with a semi truck and he was yeah. in an arm cast yeah like this this is just what they do look everyone in wwe is a superhero okay mm. they they heal quickly they got wolverine healing powers in wwe it's 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 horrible sasha got pilmanized for 10 minutes two weeks ago. she wore a neck brace what do you what more do you want she was in a neck brace Oh my God! She should have been just should have been in a wheelchair after that. It was unbelievable. But she gets attacked by Bailey. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again. It's like, man, I would I think this would have been a lot more effective if Sasha just stayed off TV. They're for sure going to wrestle at Hell in a Cell now. Yeah, that's what... Look, I think it deserves to be inside Hell in a Cell, but I, I also think that you can hold this off until Mania. I thought this segment was great. I thought Sasha sure. was very good in it. Pretty much explaining... like She showed the emotion of... I wasn't going to turn on you. I wasn't using you. This was a real friendship. You broke my heart, and now I'm angry. So, you know, Bailey's promo last week was, I knew you were going to turn on me. So I thought that was that was great. When Bailey attacked her, I love a good sneak attack, Sean. Mm-hmm. I love a good sneak attack like this. I appreciate I it. I cackled when Bailey attacked her out of nowhere. And she should have done the pilmanizing again, and maybe that would have uh, still would have set up hell in a cell. Yeah, it's it's very clear to me. Like they couldn't keep her off TV for three weeks. They couldn't keep her off for two weeks. So they're just they're going. They're, this is going to be a hell in a cell. And I don't know. Um, I hope that it somehow ends up again at WrestleMania. But there's something about the magic of it being the first time since that time that it that it's kind of lost on me. But I, I did like this angle. I think this angle should have been completely different. But for what came across the screen, I thought it was good. Uh, same with this AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy stuff. I mean, it's been very clear from the jump what they were going to do. And I'm completely fine with it. Like I said, predictable isn't bad if it's good. That's what this is. Uh, Zayn is upset that he's not introduced as Intercontinental Champion and Styles attacks him. We get a pretty short match all things considered uh styles using zach Ryder's old suplex neck breaker now i I like it just just taking it just (laughs) ganking it (laughs) this is is zane's first match since march so i'm completely fine with it being a little bit short i'm sure they could have had a 20 minute classic but zane hasn't wrestled in like six months so i'm okay with them doing the i was gonna get the tights but you got the tights type of finish i think referees should be held accountable um, somebody should file a lawsuit against who was the ref Jessica Carr. Someone should file a lawsuit against her because Sammy Zayn explained to her, "Hey, he was holding my tights," and she's like, "Nope, didn't see it." Oh, pay attention, Jessica Carr. Pay did you, attention. Did you ever see Brock Lesnar rewatching the first fight with Mir? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Before God. yeah, before UFC 100. Yeah. Yes, and he goes, "There's Steve <laughs> Mazzagatti. Him and Frank Mir went hot tubbing the night before." <laughs> oh. And, and like I see that, and I, I was like, he doesn't need Paul Heyman. In no. that world, he doesn't. In this world, he does, because it's so unnatural. But you just see him say stuff there, and it's like, oh my god. He doesn't, like, he can't cut a great wrestling promo, but compared to MMA guys that are like, I don't care who I fight, he's never fought anybody like me before, then he, he blows him out of the water. Stuff like that is so good. Just like watching, and I look. I think this all came to light when uh, the Last Dance series, when Jordan is just watching comments from everybody else. <laughs> like that's more of what I want to see. Like I want Sami Zayn on the iPad next week, showing Jessica Card. Like, look, look what you missed yes. right here, and just like berating her for being terrible at her job. Like that's the kind of stuff that I want. Yeah, Brock rewatching the fight. If they didn't do a rematch every single week, like you could legitimately. Do like Sasha and Bailey. If you're gonna do Hell in a Cell, then don't do it again until Mania. The Mania buildup. I want the iPad watching. That's the kind of stuff that I want. So I just know that it'll be AEW that does it. But I think that referees should have their own personalities, their own strike zone, so to speak. And 
like I would make Aubrey Edwards the no nonsense one. Like MJF does not want to draw Aubrey Edwards. He does not want her refing his matches because he's not going to get away with anything. He wants Rick Knox. He wants old man Rick Knox. That way he can just like kind of abuse that system. I think that should be a thing. There should be more lenient refs, and that way you could really play into the referee's discretion type of thing. But I guess we'll see. Uh, Zayn attacks Styles. He wants to be uh, announced the champion. But Jeff Hardy comes out, and really, I think this is more, the best promo I've seen Jeff Hardy cut in a long time. He's sick of all the crap. He's sick of being called a phony. He drags out a table, ladder, and chairs, and he wants to settle it at Clash of Champions. What do you think? They'll announce this match tomorrow on Talking Smack. It was a great promo because he didn't have to talk about I've been bullied and addiction and overcoming and all this stuff. He just got to show a little bit of fire here. Uh, good on Jeff. He was dehi- or he was hydrated, drank his Gatorade this week, uh, got down to the ring, beat some ass. Like, I'm over empty arena ladder matches. It was obvious that that's where they were going to go with this, but it should be good. I like all three of these guys. I just, I'm done with empty arena ladder matches. I think it'll be really good. I'm very excited to see it. You mentioned Jeff Hardy mentioning that that he's been overcoming. He's he's in his later days, and whether it's overcoming, undercoming, yeah, I'm I'm not here to really cast judgment on that. But you could say that Jeff Hardy's lost his fastball, so to speak. We know that's happened in the ring, but has it happened in the bedroom? Hello, friends. I'm Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. Here to talk to you about Blue Chew. When you use that code Fightful, you get your first shipment of Blue Chew free. You just pay $5 shipping. You know in the times that we live in, the mailman's got to make his money. But sometimes you feel like you just don't got it anymore. Or sometimes you know that you got it. You just want a little bit of enhancement. Instead of the swanton bomb, you want to climb to the top of the ladder and do that swanton. Break some tables or maybe some backboards, if you know what I mean. Well, that's because Blue Chew gives you that special extra jolt of performance. Blue Chew is the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they're a lot cheaper than those other guys. It's a chewable, so it gets right into your system. It's ready whenever you are, or whenever you're not. It gets you ready. You don't have to have a problem to use Blue Chew. I mean, look at Sami Zayn. He's been out of the game for six months. And he's still the rightful champion. Be the champion of your own penis by using BlueChew.com and that code FIGHTFUL. You won't need a, a triple threat sword fight to assert your dominance. Everybody will know that you have that champion dong. Take it from the dong, Lord. SRS. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor. Blue Chew works with the Blue Chew affiliated physicians to get you the right active ingredient. It is King Senpai Dong Lord approved. BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. Get that first shipment free. And hey, head on over to shop.fightful.com. Get those King Senpai Dong Lord shirts. Gorilla Press uh, says, hashtag fear the faction. Hello, bud. What would you rate it? I have a 4.7. I don't know, but you'll be able to give them a solid 7.0 with that BlueChew.com 
code Fightful. That's for sure. Eloquent says Sasha is going to cost Bailey the title against Nikki, right? No, no, uh-huh. no. We 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 discussed this on the distraction. Joseph was very fired up about this. Um, now Bailey's got to hit the year mark. She's got to hit the year mark too. They they cannot overthink this because he compared it to Owens and Jericho, where it's like ah, oh, it doesn't really need the belt. All right, it, this whole feud has been about titles. Sasha with the looks and losing titles and winning titles and all this stuff. The it, the title's got to stay on Bailey. It just it has to. Don't overthink this and do the stupid Sasha comes out distraction uh, finish. And Bailey loses the title because this feud doesn't need the title. Don't do that. Be smarter, WWE. Bailey has held that title in this reign longer than anybody else's cumulative reigns of the SmackDown Championship. It's it's pretty amazing. Gorilla Press says. Get that hashtag FTF t-shirt at WrestleTalk merch. Yeah, please do. Uh, Mr. Davis over there seems to think that he's that, that FTF is done. It is not. It is not. I will be back. Get the Point God t-shirt whenever it comes out. Send us a design. Colt Badeau says... I can't design anything. Just do it. Times New Roman <laughs> font. Point God. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Colt Badeau says, if you want to blue thunderbomb your significant other, blue chew. Reminder, guys, get in those super chats. We are heading down the home stretch already for SmackDown. But Anakin JMT says, any new info on Tessa's picture appearing in Battlegrounds? Also, Sean, the first batch of cookies turned out perfect. Willing to bet they're better than Sue's. Well, I'll let you know in 2022 when I actually get them. Jeremy, you you did an article about about Tessa Blanchard and her, her image, which was from Impact Hard to Kill appearing in WWE Battlegrounds which is unreal. Yeah, the um check check out fightful.com and again I, I wrote the story on what the the new info is. Apparently the photographer who took the photo at Impact talked to 2K Battlegrounds, they settled things. Uh there's going to be a patch for 2K Battlegrounds that will remove the image and that seems to be it. Can I don't know how that doesn't how that gets in there in the first place. That's unbelievable. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody on Twitter just said like they googled women's wrestler winning, and that's like one of the first images that pops up, and so that's what that's what they did. I Man. believe it. That sounds totally believable. Gorilla Press says you will be back. Mark my words. Hey, we'll see. And Anakin JMT says Sasha doesn't just want to cost Bailey the title; she wants to be the one that takes it. If anything, she'll keep Nikki from winning, so she can take it later on. I hope so. I yes. hope she does it as like a, see, I'm a way better friend than you are type of thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what it should be because her promo tonight was, it, it, it was heartbreak. It was not like, yeah, you got me type of deal. It was, I was never going to do that to you. Lots of stuff to lead up to this Samoan street fight. Paul Heyman narrated an amazing video about the Samoan wrestling family. Oh boy, this was good. This was amazing. This absolutely ruled. I love this video. I thought Heyman was great with the narration. The photos they were able to get, just everything about it was fantastic. WWE is so good at these video packages when they want to be. Sometimes they're just very lazy with the effort. But this goes to show like when they want to put together like a fantastic video package that just lays it all out there, they can do it with ease. I know that they they did the the greatest wrestling families in history DVD. They need to do a Samoan wrestling dynasty network special. I mean, you're talking Afa, Sika, 
Yokozuna, uh, Rosie and Jamal, who would end up being Umaga, um, even even like lesser names like Manu that were there, but Samu, Rikishi, and and I would have Naomi in there talking about marrying into that family. I wouldn't focus as much on The Rock because he's not an actual member of that family, but I would have something in there. This is something that really deserves deserves proper homage to it. And this video was great, but I'd also have Paul Heyman. I'd have Eric Bischoff talk about working with Three Minute Warning because that was very cool. If you all have never watched the Billy and Chuck wedding segment, that was one of just the coolest reveals I've, I've ever seen. This needs the full WWE machine behind it. And I'm pretty sure... MLW would let Jacob Fatu go do an interview and all that stuff too. Like it's just something that really needs to be approached. Alan Sue says, "How does it feel uh, that All Elite Wrestling gave a shout out on your interview with Trent's mom on their YouTube channel? It's on the community tab. I didn't know that, but if so, thank you very much. Uh, I've always said that uh, I've never felt like a second class citizen." in covering AEW by how they treat people or how they they talk to people. And I can't say that for some other companies, but that's very awesome. And uh, I, I wanted to do that interview. I was so excited to do that interview. So I greatly appreciate that. And I'm just going to say it's doing more traffic than <laughs> most of our recent interviews. So that's good. Sue's a draw. I mean, she, she was in the she was in the main event of the the show this past week. I mean, I hit you up about that article. It's just one of them I looked at and I said, "Ah, that's going to do good." We could not have possibly predicted how yeah. well it was going to do. I, I mean, that was and and that's one of those things I like to cover because people are always like, Ugh, "Wrestler, wrestling media always looking for the negative." <laughs> uh, why don't you ever report positive stuff? And I was surprised that there were, like, none of the, oh, this is what wrestling journalism is. Yeah, it is. That is what wrestling journalism is. Sometimes you're going to cover stories like this. Uh, I I wrote a story about penis druids. I interviewed a (laughs) penis druid at one point. Like, sometimes that's what it is. And as, as a wise man once said, we like to have fun, Jeremy. We do. We do like to have fun. So, uh, Jey Uso cuts a promo backstage. He says, Reigns has been throwing his weight around since they were little, but they're not little anymore. I like that. But Sheamus backstage talking trash. And you may remember that Big E got uh, murdered two weeks ago. (laughs) Well, as is tradition in WWE, they resurrected him. Uh, He scraped the banana pudding off his arms and, as is tradition, returned rose to life my god but the beatdown was great uh they they said Seamus is getting his car towed and you know what they say rather be towed than fingered but he got his car towed and the guy <laughs> the guy what? what who says this people people what kind of people is that a kentucky thing <laughs> anyway Biggie attacks. Uh, any, anyway, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Biggie attacks. <laughs> Biggie attacks the guy. And he beat the crap out of <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Your thoughts? 
on on the Big E thing. No, I I want to talk about toes and fingers. What? <laughs> Uh, oh, I should have said <laughs> Rob Wilkins. <laughs> Rob Wilkins. When you said, who says that? He goes, Seahawk. <laughs> that is Seahawk. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what, so. what are we talking? This, this has gone off the rails with toes and fingers. <laughs> Oh God! Big did you, E. Did you hear they're gonna strip Mine Hazard? No. Wait what? a second. Who's stripping? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of this Big E beatdown? <laughs> Thought he should have stripped. Is what should have happened. Uh, oh. Big E was great. He gave me very uh, Omar from the Wire vibes here, where yeah. he's just gonna. Beat the shit out of Seamus, and then once he ran away, he's gonna beat the shit out of the messenger. Uh, you want serious Big E? Here you go. Yeah, he beat the hell out of some people. So that's, that's immediately what I thought. I was like, all right, this is what so many people like begged to see. This is what they wanted to see. Yeah. So they're they're getting it now. Pretty awesome. Uh, Colt Badeau says WWE just posted a tag team match for Raw with two <laughs> teams that broke up. What is happening? What, they put Andrade and Garza against the Iconics? It's Andrade and Garza against Dominic and Umberto against Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. And the winners get to face the Street Profits at Clash of Champions. Feel, I feel your excitement, Sean. Can't wait. Must be Monday. Must be Monday. <laughs> so are we going to talk about them just being like, hey, who else do we got that's a Latino? Humberto? Where's he been? You're Dom's partner. What? Yeah, pretty much. He hasn't much. been on Raw since August 3rd. So? He's Dom's godfather, I'm sure, is how they're going to explain it. Humberto... <laughs> Your Humberto guy, has guy. won one Raw match since April 7th. So this is a, he's in the tag team division now. Humberto it, got beat by Ali last week on main event, or yeah, last week on main event, and Riddick Moss the week before that. I'm pretty sure two weeks before that by Ricochet, and then Murphy right before that. He's in the tag team division now, Sean. Doesn't matter. These singles losses doesn't matter. Dominic's gonna carry this man to a great match, and then Dominic's gonna win the tag team titles geez, on his own man. as he should. The Nerd Guru said, why did Sheamus and Corbin even get offense on Roman when he basically squashed the Fiend? Well, that leads to our Samoan street fight. Corbin got a deep six on the floor. It, I mean, they, they were double-teaming Reigns, so yeah. I, didn't ha- I didn't have a problem with that at all, really. Uh, I didn't think they got too much, and it was pretty convincing what they got. I wasn't upset about it. No, you can't. I mean, he's not the Fiend. Like, you can't just have him get beat up and no-sell a bunch of stuff. Oh. I think all of the offense is like two on one or some type of weapon or something. So I, I kind of thought the same thing at first. And then as the match went on, I was like, eh, this is, this is fine. Corbin did a good deep six on the floor. Uh, Reigns is out there for the whole match. He gets thrown over the announce table. Jimmy, or it was Jey Uso rather got put through the table. 
Reigns is a Samoan drop through the table. Spears Sheamus through the barricade. And I really enjoyed the finish. Uh, Uso hit Corbin with the title. That led to a spear from Reigns. And right after he speared, he had to get out of the way because Uso came off the top with a splash and won. I thought the match was good. I mean, it was two days after one of the best street fights in wrestling history. So, I mean, it's got a lot to live up to in that regard. But I thought this was good. I thought it was good. The the story of the match was obviously the uh, Reigns and Uso dynamic, and I thought that stuff was great. Uso using the title belt, uh, you know, just touching that belt. You can tell rubs Reigns the wrong way. Um, and then coming off top of the splash after the spear, uh, Roman was like, "What? what is happening here? What's going on? I thought I thought Roman gave great facial expressions and the post-match stuff was awesome as well. So it was a it was a very good um, it was a very good match, but it was an even better storytelling vehicle. Yeah, Reigns and Uso hugged after the match. And then when Jay leaves, Roman shoots him a look. And it's one of those... Just like that was mine looks, but Reigns is so good at this. Jeremy, why didn't they do this five years ago? <laughs> I have no idea. I, you know, I wanted to mention this uh, in the, the video package. You know what shot they left out of the video package is Rock at the Royal Rumble going like, uh, uh, trying to, after Roman had won, because uh, they were putting over Roman's all his big moments, but they, they conveniently left out that moment with uh, Rock and Roman there. They should have used some Fast and Furious footage. Um, I don't know why they didn't do this five years ago. We all wanted this five years ago. We could have done it five years ago, and it didn't happen. They're doing it now. You know, better late than never. Vince is always 10 years behind, so if anything, this is a credit to them. They're only five years behind here. Yeah, I just, I think about how much better WWE as a whole would have been if Roman Reigns had, they had done the heel turn five years ago, as opposed to now. I mean, it's it's much better now, but when Roman Reigns was a babyface, the constant need to coronate him, and yeah. then after they, they were like, oh, well, we got to keep him out of the title picture. Doing that, also keeping him as far away from the title picture as possible that they could do, had such a domino effect throughout the company that it really ruined a lot of things. And it was not Roman Reigns' fault. He did everything that he could possibly do and performed to to the peak of his abilities. But my God, they should have done this a long time ago. Gorilla Press said the hole that he burned through Jay's head was foreshadowing. I'm very excited for this match. I hope we get an honest-to-God match out of this because I think they could tear the house down. I'm glad that Roman... I really thought like when they were smiling, hugging, and all that stuff, I thought I was just going to spear him right yeah. there. And I'm glad they did not go that route. I'm glad Uso got to still celebrate leaves. Like, come on, come on. And then once his back was turned and everything, you know, Roman was uh, burning a hole through him, as he said. So I- I'm glad they waited. I assume next week we'll get a little bit kind of more tension there, but I'm glad they held off at least this week. Anakin JMT uh, sends a super chat and says, Humberto getting the Tamina treatment. Boy, isn't that the truth? Just shows up and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, I know that they haven't been on TV for a while, but here they are in a contender match. And the jam one, Ryan B. Jam says, Roman without the vest already looks 10 times better. I agree. Let him be his own person. You can have some elements, but... And as you mentioned, I'm okay with the theme for now. 
I think before they go back to live crowds, they should probably change it though. Um, they they just need to get him a good theme. I I like that. I don't want generic theme number yes. eighty-seven for Roman Reigns. Right. You're right. Plug your stuff, Jeremy. What do you got going on? Got a lot to plug. Um, we got Distraction. Watch that. That, that was on yesterday. Um, I'm gonna be playing Battlegrounds tomorrow night. We've got movie review. We're watching. My dad is a heel wrestler with Hiroshi Tanahashi on Tuesday. Michael Thompson on the show a week from yesterday on Thursday. Going to be a fun time. I did a show with Denise Salcedo, ripping Kanye West, praising Taylor Swift as the world. That's how the world should work. Go to her channel. Check that out. Instinct Culture is her channel. Check that out. Follow me on Twitter, at Jeremy Lambert 88 The hat will be gone next week. It's a sad, sad time. It's a birthday hat for the entire week, but I will retire it after this show. So I would like a eulogy for the hat, Sean. Well, I hope you had a good birthday. I Thank do. you. I do. Uh, Gorilla Press wraps us up and says, I really am hoping that this uh, that this is to help out Jay uh, as a legitimate singles wrestler. Notice after Roman last week uh, here, he is in a tag match. Uh, yeah, I'd have to get a clarify that a little bit but yeah i i think that for now jay just should be a a singles wrestler or be with reigns and anakin says anyone else afraid of a repeat of sammy and matt when corbin threw the chair at roman roman i'm always fearful of that now like that's that sticks in my mind but i I thought it was just like it was the brawn spot where brawn would do this all the time that this was not a hard way chair like sammy and matt this is one of those nicely cushioned chairs i mean I understand the concern there, but they've done this spot before, so I didn't have that same concern. Guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. Thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.